welcome to another episode of A&T Talks Wrestling. We are going to talk about the Raw 30 anniversary show. And we have a little bit of news mm-hmm. and controversy and all the good stuff. Let's start with the news of mm-hmm. Mark Briscoe and will be facing Jay Lethal on which would have been his brother's birthday. Birthday. About to say that. So again, rest in peace to Jay. So that you know, and AEW is gonna be an emotional event. So yep. get your tissues, get your get your your center together. If I'm correct, this might even be his first actual singles outing. No, Mm-mm, not his first, but this will be definitely in a long time. Well, you know, this is gonna be the first in a long, long time. This will be the first, you know. And I'm thinking, actually, with uh, definitely if he's gonna be on AEW, definitely be his first make his debut on there because he couldn't as, make his, he could not just as a single, but as a tag team. Because don't forget, they tried to have more that he couldn't. Yeah. So, you know, Mark so, is gonna Mark is he's he's finally stepping out onto his own. No, I mean I don't know how he's gonna pull his strength off to even go. The crowd like, is going, going to, to be ballistic. Yes. If you want and to you, hear a crowd and you lose know all their people, fucking and, mind, and I, you know if you know he's probably be an emotional yes thing because this Most, is something that him and his brother been doing since so he's all in, and he's in the ring with a perfect professional that he needs to be. In well, the one ring the with. one of the guys that him and his brother been back and forth with. Yes, and but just to know that no, and he, since the man again has not been in sync with competition that much. People I would have been with, yes, I would definitely say. And Jay you Lethal. know, this is gonna be in a match with. Back in mind, this is one. Of, this is. Yes. I'm back in a, back in doing, back in the back family, to family business. Business back but, to some form of normalcy. Back in business without my brother, you know what yep. I mean? That's how you feel like. It's gonna back at gonna, the like back at the office without. It's the first. I, I've been there. It's, it's like when my mom passed the first away. going back to work that first time felt weird. It's going to be weird. That's why I'm glad he's with Jay Lethal because so, he can get him back into the group. Set thing. your DVR. Set your tomorrow. AEW Dynamite is going to be Dynamite. That was the. That's the news. Yeah. Some of the controversy is WWE doesn't give a shit about their female wrestlers. Sure enough. And we'll get more to that once oh, we yeah. do the ups and downs. Oh, um, yes. Get money with that damn okay. that's So let's get okay, started. Let's get started. And it is on Monday Night Raw. Of course, this is. <laughs> Selfishly. Oh, pause, pause. Simon. Had a, his match was this week, and unfortunately Simon got the, the got the got the L. Yeah, but don't don't remember don't forget. If I think it was Bret Hart who said no, see, he said he had to sometimes you know get good at losing. So because once he learned how to take a good L, that's what made him sting. So, so Simon is in that position of trying so he, to learn to take the L. He got the L this time. He got the L. But, you know, shout out to him. And yeah. 
his if career. If you were there, maybe I'm right. Like Sting said, he took a good out. I didn't get to see the match. I just saw someone on yeah. TikTok. Somebody I see on TikTok, you know, post, they posted the, they posted the the person who won that, you yeah. know, that, that part. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't, unfortunately, I didn't get the name of the wrestler that he yes. wrestled. But, yeah. yeah. So, but, uh, it, hey. also, he must have been a good match. So Yeah, and hey, look at that, you know. Talk about it, you know. I got my answer. It's always a good L because whose name being, being talked about? <laughs> His. So. Good L. You like steam. Good so, L. Learn to take a good L. So you lose, lose, and you wind up being more famous than if you would have won. So congrats, congrats, congrats. I mean, uh, uh, congrats. Unfortunately, losing, but congrats. Okay, for having, this is, this, having a match. It's, it's wrestling, you know. So, congrats on congrats losing. to the winner, and congrats to y'all both for yeah. having a decent match. Because you right, got you try to get some so some this, rub off the time. This is Simon doing his what ups and downs, and we just keeping doing this so we yeah. Can, so we keep everything in order like so we normally do. Let's get going. You know, just don't try to make sure to go out there and don't try to, you know, Google Raw Triple X. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the joke. Yeah, that was the joke of the night. Yeah. Where they're like, yeah. Just don't go out don't, there. Don't, don't, yeah. Don't try to go out there and just put. Yeah, WWE, yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. You gotta put the whole title in WWE. Yeah. WWE themselves made the joke. WWE like, uh, please Raw. don't. If you're yeah. not a certain age, don't put don't, WW. Don't put, don't put Raw, raw and thirty and together. Don't put Raw uh, and X X together. Yep. Don't put Raw and three X's together. <laughs> they can Definitely say you put Raw and spell out the word thirty. Yep. Put Raw and spell out the word thirty. Or make sure to put the WWE on there. Yeah. So that was the running gag of the yeah. night. Because you may pop up with something that you may. You gonna be on a site that not WWE related. Yeah, not WWE related. We gonna be seeing a lot of uh, you know wrestling going on basically. So if you're not of age, you gonna see some kind of wrestling going on. You gonna see a one-eyed snake and some something else that you don't want to see. Yeah, boy. So go ahead. That was right. the, that was the joke of the whole. That was the joke of the whole night. I had to say it. Come on now, you know it was. Low hanging fruit, I'm just shit. Even the commentators made jokes here. Don't go and watch the earlier episodes because somebody may act like they're a deer in the headlights. It's me. Also, as we have got the such anniversary, I just want to tell you that next week, following the Royal Rumble, Ups and Downs is going to go through a little bit of a change. And don't worry, it's still going to be me going, oh, wrestling is the best thing ever. I love it so much. But I tell you, you should be quite hyped about it. It's looking pretty good. Otherwise, All don't right. Be All right. So he's updating his setup, maybe. Yeah, good job, because he's doing a lot. I mean... He he is bringing a lot to book culture. Book culture is a big uh, organization on YouTube, by the way. They do more than wrestling. You should know that. Mm, all right, come on. Yeah. Have a momentous episode of Monday Night Raw. So let's find out what the deal is by taking the figure of power. Giving good bits and up. Giving bad bits down. That wasn't even proper English. All right. I know. Let's go. All right. One of the controversies that. Yeah. Said the f- opening thing with the bloodline ran according to people that that ran ran over. I mean, it's, it's Roman so Reigns. Things, something. <laughs> it's Roman Reigns. He learned from Undertaker. You know, they so, won't take from me. I'm going to take from them. Good job on that, Roman. 
you take as long as you possibly so, need <laughs> to get your ass in that reek. No, so something, so that segment supposedly had ran over, which if certain things look like it was rushed or look like they kind of speed it up, that's probably why. Also but, in this part right here as well, they won't say it, but they did, uh, her, Hulk Hogan came out and had a bad mic. Yeah. So he had to ramble on a little bit as well until yeah. he got everything he needed to say out with the right mic. Yeah, he kept, you know, he... I mean... He was professional. I mean, let's just... We're going to hear about it early on, later on. Somebody said it. The this, game. This could have been cut. The game said it. This ain't easy. So, <laughs> this shit ain't easy. Let's go. Bing. Let's not worry about it. We didn't get this excellent video going right. through the three decades of Oh, he didn't even talk oh, about that part. We got them a very strange individual in 2023. My main takeaway is that halfway through, we had the line of Michael Cole going, oh my gosh, you Jackman just threw a killer right hand. That's- yeah, I know. I kept thinking of that. What a right hand by Hugh Jackman. That line always stood out. Like, why y'all had that stand out so hard? And trust me, you took the classes. <laughs> they made sure they did. What when Logan first uses his claws, what hand he used first? First pops out. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it is. You're smart. That, I ain't think about that X-Men part. trivia. Yeah. When Logan first pops out his claws, ever pops out his claws, it was the right hand. Yeah. Mostly it's the right hand, because Hugh Jackman is the right hand. No, it's not even about it's not even about Hugh Jackman. It's about I know the current at the time he was playing. Yeah, yeah, but I'm like, you think he's right-handed anyway, though, right? He might be, but most more like because most people right-handed. Most educated guests they say most people are right-handed, but and he do right. So if you're gonna do things right-handed, don't be that way that one. So he will be shown. So Wolverine, you're right, even in the series. The first time Wolverine First time he ever pops out his claws, it was with the right hand that right it popped hand, out. Even though he's ambidextrous. So that was a little Yeah. A little bonus for y'all. Like, why? Did I just relive all these memories and the one that hits me in the brain is to do with flipping Wolverine. The fact that we were gonna kick off with the trial of Sami Zayn that WWE had announced over the weekend. And I am just going to tell you this. The first 60 minutes of this episode First yeah. 60 minutes. Yeah, about to say first hour, basically. Basically, this whole trial took the first fucking hour. Hour. Monday Night War was so damn good that if an award committee wants to go and find World Wrestling Entertainment and give them this award I just made up, I would absolutely be behind it. That's the reason why it took a little bit because the bloodline is going to take the first fucking hour pretty much because don't forget this that literally bled because of the... yeah, the tag team match happened directly after, so the bloodline didn't even get an entrance because they was all they stayed out there. So yeah, which is kind of different because then they had to get the whole thing going. But the match, title match, which I he said it. I ain't gonna lie, Triple H said it. You'll hear it 
did hit, the crowd went absolutely crazy. And by the time they got to the ring, which was like 2028, I mean, they were all going to So when Paul Heyman got on the microphone, he was all like, ah, yes, ECW, that's dead. And I tell you who else I would like to be dead, Sami Zayn. What? By the way, you guys, if you pay attention, should know why ECW is so famous. Right here. It started in Philly. Damn straight. It started in the ballrooms in Philadelphia. So that's why they're chanting ECW. Definitely to Paul Heyman. It's Philadelphia. They never. ECW, baby. I understand you don't like him, but murder. A little bit much. He then launched into this tirade about Sammy, though, and how he'd probably been in cahoots with Ken Owens since the beginning. And just to back his point up, he even showed this very well edited video. I was like, ha ha. Even though these are real videos we took him back in the time period, by the way, that he showed. Mm-hmm. It was just edited because they added the little spotlight to it in, back in. Uh, they use Photoshop. No, not even Photoshop. Adobe editor adds a little spotlight to it. Mm-hmm. Like, legitimately, we mm-hmm. did it for the homework. Again, we did it for the homework. We know the people. This wholesale people doing this shit anyway. I see, I've got you. I declare guilty. Now, given this little stuff that's happened over the last six months in WWE, you've got to give them a seal clap because the foresight behind this. Then it got even more sad in your tum tum because Sammy got the mic and was like, listen, I didn't sound like that. I didn't. <laughs> well, whole defense, but after hearing those cruel words, Paul, I don't even know if I could do it anymore. Well, I don't have anything to say. He sat down. Roman, then- now, by the way, there's something that they're perfectly missing from here. It's that he said it started about six months ago. Yeah, it did. It's the beginning portion of that six months where he, again, like, you should be wanting Roman Reigns to kick the lifting shit out of Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, don't forget, did this shit as a rat. He came to Roman Reigns and squealed so he can get a win in a match to use the bloodline. Just so he can benefit from it. Yep. You gotta remember all the way back that long ago. He that's what he did. Yep. If you tell me that this will be the time period it comes to fruition, he deserves to get his ass beat. Cause all this time being in the bloodline, you didn't really give a shit. He was using them. He was using them. <laughs> Yeah, man, yeah, I use you to get what I needed. Went full on gaslighter mode because he was like, oh, Sammy Zayn doesn't have anything to say, does he? You are so damn arrogant, I'm sick of you. And then he called on Fola Sokoa to finish the one who stopped everything. And he was going to spike him when at the last second. Who saved Sam? It was damn Jason. Jay had also been hit. Sokoa, like, what the fuck? Look at that look in his face, like, yo, you better get the hell off. I love the faces he be making, yo. He's like, bro, you making the fuck off of me? And he's the baby. <laughs> That's what I'm about to say. He's the youngest. And he's the baby. <laughs> look at that look like, yo, bro, you making the hell off of me? Like, big bro, get off me. Big bro, you making the hands off of me? <laughs> like, nigga, I will throw you. I will throw you. 
like Jay look like, nigga, I will throw no, you. No, you. Like I said, the house. And says, so like, oh, nigga, what you doing? Boy. Took me flashbacks when, was, when I was a kid. Zach, back when you was a kid. <laughs> just picking me up. Just picking me up. Bro, like, yo, you about I should, just, I should just pick you up and just slay you. I slay you? The look they have. Like, you would have seen them. You just tell them they, they were those type of brothers. They were like, those type of brothers. They were rough each other and pick with each other. Like I said, Solo got the remote in the, in the living room a lot of times because he's the thicker one out of all of them. But, because but, he he's from Rikishi. I'm not going to give you, because uh, he's from Umaga, mainly, his side. And you can see it definitely in his face. God, you can see it in his face. You, like I said, you can see it in that face. It's like, yeah, he got most of Umaga out of that family. He, all of them, and the crazy thing is they all fucking look alike. They do. They all fucking like, look alike. I know Jimmy and Jay, like, obviously, they should. Roman, all of them look alike. Roman, like, you can see Roman in them. You can see the, you can see that they all related. Like, yeah, they really related. Like, they, 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 you can't tell me they three like three generations removed. None of them. And if you look at the Rockstar daughter, she did all every last because one that, of that, them. That DNA is real strong. That, if it's that three, no, that you say, oh, that's their third cousin. Like, what the fuck? That Anoki DNA. Look, even even um even Naya, if you look at them, they all yeah, favor Naya, each other. Even they all favor each other. Like, yeah, damn, that DNA is strong. That Hawaiian DNA is strong as shit. That, that Anoki DNA is strong. All right. Spending the night editing a video, and he went and showed some footage that proved actually no, Sami Zayn is a valued member of the bloodline. And mm-hmm. we. Well, I gotta say, he spent, he has been too much time editing because he was, he was just more cuts. Only thing he added was the time step and the bottom of the screen. I can do that my damn self. Only thing I do is put a text box at the bottom of the screen. No joke. Shut up, Trey. We already know. <laughs> Talk about the street. <laughs> well, they can just use the actual raw, the actual video. The no, day. the raw video, the real video didn't have the text box at the bottom of the screen that says the time period because it was live at the time. Really? At least, at least you said uh, if the video that Paul Heyman did had the spotlight on Sam, which wasn't there. You should all give him a hug, honestly. When we cut to Zayn after this, he was just like the happiest puppy ever. Who's so continued that Zayn had taken so many bullets for the bloodline? He was basically bulletproof because mm. that's what family does. And when he asked everybody to put their ones up in the air if they agreed, not only did all the crowd do it, but so did Jimmy Uso once again. Yeah, he missed a part too because the main part was like, I ain't even like this dude. <laughs> Was I glad he brought that back up because they really don't put they do they skip things like that and wrestling to actually say it. But he like I ain't like this dude. All right, J- yeah, was J- <laughs> it Jay Jimmy? What? Oh, so yeah, Jay said that like if you uh, you know I ain't like this dude. You know, you know I ain't like this dude. You know I ain't like this dude. So. <laughs> like damn, he finally came out and said it, huh? So Jay had the great. So running under that shit, like all that the first time you saw to slip up. Yeah, you really did slip up. You didn't have shit to do with no goddamn Roman. You really, really didn't like that dude. 
So Jimmy J. Yeah. The one with the class. Okay. Yeah. Let's see that. That's going. Keep doing it. Yeah. All right. Come on. Go. Yeah. I was like, what's going on? Why is this water coming out of my eyes? And then had one last twist, because it must have got Roman in the hug. She was like, all right, you're not guilty for now, but you better do the right thing this evening. Otherwise, I don't want to see you until the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. And on that there Saturday night, you know the deal. Don't let me down. Seriously, though, this must have gone about 30 minutes, but it just zoomed by. Mm -hmm. And it brings up so many questions. Like, are we actually now going to get a thing when the Usos turn on Roman Reigns? Or are they treating no. Sami Zayn? Is is it actually going to become the universal champion? We don't know, but I love to speculate that's what all the best angles should do. This is easily getting it up. And then transitioned right into something else involving all of them. It got even better. Because it was the Judgment Day versus the Usos. The so the thing is going to happen is going to wind up being that they just going to turn on Sami Zayn anyway. Mm -hmm. Just go ahead with the idea of it's old school wrestling. They're well, gonna Sammy going to turn on them. I doubt he'll turn on them. Yeah, like, fuck all that. Yeah. All this drama y'all keep putting me through. Doubt he'll turn on them. That'd be a smart thing to do. They're going to do the old school easy shit. It's, I mean, you're going to hear from Triple H. We're going to bring it all up. Right, play. Because he said it. Raw tag team titles. <laughs> this was just a roller coaster. I mean, it was exhausting. But it was manic right away because Damien Priest was doing flip dies. Dominic Mysterio was being an asshole. And Finn Balor was just interfering like your drunk mate. And he did this right in front of the referee. The ref was like, Finn, you're right there. Like, you're in my peripheral vision. You gotta go. Right after this, Jimmy and Jay were then able to hit their super kick splash combo for a near fall. And I started to shout, oh my gosh, now they're even performing like their baby faces. I don't know what I meant to do with all this information. Jimmy then followed this up with a dive, and when he landed, all of a sudden the ref got up the X sign, which usually is a sign to the back that a wrestler is properly injured. Now here, of course, we were using it for the story. Yeah, because he, he just hurt himself, for real, but not like that. So they used it for the story. Because he did hit his knee, for real. But... But yeah, he's a professional. He's gonna play that off. So it's like, what you call him? Hit that damn table. Yeah, like Sami Zayn hit that table and played that off real easy. Hit the fuck out that table. Fuck out that table doing his dive. Yeah, it, it was almost a botch because uh, they didn't catch him correctly. He went over and they supposed to, you know, break the fall down. But he, that adrenaline was more than enough to keep him good because he slapped that shit out that table. Motherfucker, that table, he shook the shit out that table. And let me tell you, these are not the old school tables like WDs have. There's a reason why they got tablets and shit on there. Those shit's hold up. You gotta, you gotta break the things apart. That's no, that's why they, they made it like that so you don't have to have monitors and shit. Yeah. They got tired of them fucking up them damn monitors. Yeah, because they used to have real TV monitors and that shit. They used to be fucking ridiculous and they, you know, putting them through the tables. You know, that's another thing, too. Like, get them fucking tablets. Quick, fast, hurt to hurt you. Another man did that shit. Grab that shit up and like, boom. Grab that shit, get them TVs out quick. Bam. Get the tablets. Easy. Because I need to put somebody through the table. We need to make it do it quick. And Russell used to smack people in the head with them damn monitors, too. Yeah. Like, come on, y'all. Oh. But out came Adam Pearce. Out came Adam Pearce's goons. He was like, oh, look, if he can't carry on, you guys are going to have to forfeit. Oh, no. This is, of course, when... Which, now thinking about it, actually, um... Make some tag team champions. They still say tag team champions. Make Sammy the tag team champion. Yeah. But Jay and, and, Jim, Jim, Jay and uh, Jimmy. Jimmy should have forfeited. 
because they cannot lose their titles that way in this match specifically. That's qualification. But see, you cannot lose. I brought it up yesterday. You ain't even think about. I said that. Technically, he's now the tag team champion. So if he really wants to, he can say he can. Yes, he realistically is because of the fact that he has he puts in his match and won. Definitely with those old school WWE rules that we also famous famously know. She's not lying. So a lot could should have happened here. Like they should have straight up said, "Yeah, qualifies." Yeah, qualifies. I can grab my goddamn belt and run the fuck back. I mean, let's be real. What do you think Roman would do? Oh, you want to qualify me? Good. You <laughs> Tell him, oh, you're going to swap on me? Good. I'm getting my belts. Bye, y'all. <laughs> because seriously, that, that would have... Think about it. Like, hey, that should have happened. Because he's going to squat <laughs> They can't lose their belts that way. You going to cut me a slice? No. Uh-huh. Make some good damn lasagna. Sammy Zayn said, I'll do it, I'll do it, I can sub in, and this would have been good anyway, but of course it ties back into the match, when Judgment Day did become the number one contenders, when Balor got injured, and Dominic Mysterio did the same. Now, yeah, but this is kind of a little bit different, you know, because he's doing this in a tag team match, and they tag titles, which, again, they shouldn't have lost in the fucking first place, the titles anyway, in this situation, they would have been disqualified. Because uh, you can't lose your belt due to disqualification in this match. That obviously has the ability to be disqualified in. So, yeah. Anywho. I don't understand what's happening in WWE. They gotta do more of this. Right away, there was more nonsense because Condom was then using the most devastating move in all a sports entertainment surprise roll up with his feet on the ropes to get a two. And then Rhea Ripley was all. I like that Condom, you know, because Ray should use the Condom. He would have been, he would have a lot of stress and headache. Maybe we'll see Eddie Guerrero open doing that shit. Eddie Guerrero open doing that shit, you know. Just casting so many distractions, you were like, "Well, which direction is this gonna go?" Oh, gee then. Now Jimmy almost kicked the shit out of Rhea. Without realizing it. Yeah, he almost kicked the shit out of her. Like he had his, he had his leg right up, and he fell back because he pulled back, and he didn't. Ha ha! He was kicked the shit out of her. Sure enough. started hitting everybody with super kicks, although he hesitated before he was going to do one to Rhea, which allowed Dominic to hit the 619 and a big splash when Sami Zayn broke it up at 2.99999. This deserves an Oscar. Sam was also able to blind tag in here, which meant he and Jay hit the 1D on Dominic. They got the three count and they retained the titles. And honestly, if you want to see what beautifulness looks like, watch the celebration. And that means that Sami Zayn partially at the champion one. Mm hmm. Technically, champion. Because if Jimmy 
can't, I mean, Jay can't go, because that's Jimmy who did that. For what? <laughs> Sammy Zayn champion. Oh, Roman Reigns in the back is all like, well, I'm glad that Sammy Zayn did the right thing, but I tell you this, I still don't want to see him before the Royal Rumble. And if you haven't watched this first hour of Raw, I actually feel bad that you've heard it from me, because I would much rather you experienced it for yourself. Oh, hell yeah. Is that good? So when we do take all of this and put it in a bucket, and while we are putting it in a bucket, I don't know, but why the hell not? There's a bucket right here, even though it looks like my hand. This has to escalate, and it doesn't just get an up, it gets a golden up. It was 60 minutes, and it was flubbing great. And then we had Raw 30 nonsense next. What a flip. JBL and Baron Corbin were walking to the poker game that was going to happen this evening when they were stopped by the Godfather. Oh, and Brad this could have been like, Oh, man, it's so good to see you. When the Godfather turned to Baron Corbin and said, well, I don't know who you are. What did you say your name was? Barry. Now, as always, this is not an insult to Corbin. It just means Godfather hasn't been watching the show. I don't really care about that. And, of course, the poker game was being held in the APA protection room. So out came through for Rob Simmons. He saw JBL. They used to be best buds, so everybody got to go in. I still do. By the way, he said all Ron Simmons perfectly because he really didn't state what type of role he played. Because don't forget, he went by both of those names. His actual real name and Peru. As when he was part of the APA. So that's a good catch right there. Let's be able to see that. All Ron Simmons. But one day Baron just goes absolutely crazy and kills a few people, so he does get his edge back. Not Adam Copeland. This was just silly fun. We then merged these two ideas that we had already seen because we took current superstars and we took legends and we pushed them together. I actually thought the result was pretty good. Because out came to tell Bray Wyatt he thought he was a good cell. And given that he had just had a Firefly Funhouse segment, he is now relying on the past, much like all the veterans that are in the back. Right, well. And he just knew that somebody was going to come out. Not only was it The Undertaker, but it was the American Badass version. And I was thinking about this. I don't think we've seen Mr. Broom Broom Motorcycle since about 2003. Three. Just <laughs> super duper into that character. You were having a great time. Mr quite happening though because who the hell ever thought they saw Lara and Taker in the same ring and I got the microphone like look listen yeah what happened here the passing of the torch supposedly yeah should have happened when take when 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 Bray was at the height of of the uh of being the fiend of the fiend and Taker was retiring or or slowing down he passed the torch officially yeah pretty much Cause they had a private moment in the damn ring. Right. Well, go ahead. Yeah. I heard your comments on the Joe Rogan podcast a few months ago, whenever the hell it was, and you said the locker room has gone soft. Well, I agree with you, yeah, but it's not me, LA Knight. I kick everybody's ass, including yours, but not right now. This is when we had more lights out madness, because it did go into darkness again, and Bray Wyatt was here, and he got a super-duper mega reaction. Yeah, I love LA Knight. I don't know if he, he can do face like one of those people. But him as a heel is going to be good. I mean, yeah. A little more seasoning, he'll be like that of the Miz. Oh, shit. He'll be up there with Miz. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him in the match yet, so that's number one, too. This was good. Because Miz is damn good. He can carry you. I don't know about LA night. I got to see that. So I'm going to be watching that Saturday anyway. Mm-hmm. See if you can carry Bray Wyatt. 
Yes, you heard me right. If he can carry Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt doesn't have to do anything. Everything has to be put on the back of L.A. Knight to make Bray Wyatt look good. He's the heel. So he has to have a good L. Yeah. So far, he's looking like he can definitely do it. This goddamn segment. Haven't seen him be pinned, but damn. This segment, he did great. He sold excellently. <laughs> No. I mean, yeah. Because LA Knight was nervous, he got back in the ring. Undertaker choked him, threw him towards Wyatt, who laid him out with his sister Abigail. And I was like, man, someone on Reddit must be going crazy. It's like fantasy fucking. Hell yeah. Bray then did share their moment because as the dead man was leaving, he whispered something into Bray Wyatt's ear. And at first, I was hey, like, been doing I this. hope he said, man. Everybody been doing this trying to find out what he said. You never going to hear because one, he takes a uh, professional. They got a certain jargon themselves, wrestlers, do when they do things like that. You know. <sighs> Who knows? Actually, Taker has been telling you took too long. Don't forget, the statement was a little bit longer. Could be something as simple. And don't lie and say that I think it's not the type of person. Hell or hell, Mel Calloway is. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah, he would. No, it ain't that. He said something to him. But I know he said something more personal to him than that. Mm-hmm. Because he's out here in the ring. He definitely do that. I'm going to give this an up. And then I realized, actually, if we use brand new technology invented by me, we can oh, actually God, hear what did say. Know it. Pray. You know me, It's the hardest part of the ring. He bong. Really? Really? I mean, he ain't gonna let that die, is he? Come on, Simon. Just let it die, bro. Guys, it's not really the hardest part of the ring. Because normally that goes to the ring post. Because I mean, a hard-ass plastic or hard-ass metal. For all this, because of course they did, and I thought it was very well done. I don't know whether the Undertaker will return to do something with Bray Wyatt. I don't mean like a match, but maybe it leads to something. Anyway, I like how he ran the show, uh, advertising one dead man show. Then the first time Merce popped up, well, the first time Merce popped up, but he's the only time. DDP was then winning in the poker room and we saw Alundra Blaze and a few other legends in the background. I'm also a little bit confused about this. You're like, okay, WWE flew all these people in just so they could be there. Kind of feel like we could do more than that. It also meant that after this, we were going to get the Bailey versus Becky Lynch cage match. And it kind of happened. Also, no, it didn't happen at all. This is what we're talking about here. This is the reason why. We said, yeah, something happened. They spent money on this cage. There's going to be a real match. It wasn't going to be this. We spent money and time putting it up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They spent money and time. And you might be saying, money? Yes. They spent money. To travel that cage. To travel that cage. hunk of metal safely and concisely through. And had to pay workers to put that shit together. In a regular match, in a regular Monday Night Raw, you don't have that. Those workers don't get the extra pay. 
Oh. It's that damage control just jumped Becky as soon as she got in the cage and was throwing her around the place before Adam Pearce and his goon squad were out here to calm things down. At first I was like, well, maybe we did this. You know, I like to be a positive Pete to try and give damage control an edge. Again, not Adam Copeland because they have been a bit, not lame, but just a bit nothing for the last few weeks. And then I learned after I read that there old internet, no, we cut this match because other segments have gone too long. That is kind of upsetting because when we get to the rest of it. Didn't I say that? Told you, you could have told Bray yeah, you were a little bit too long there. Not Bray. I know. But there's only time on camera we saw somebody actually say something. You know. So, Mark Calloway, first he could have whispered, hey, you went too long, Bray. Well, there was a bunch of other stuff that could have been cut down. And I was quite looking forward to this. And I understand it's live television and things happen, but that doesn't mean we can't be disappointed. We are disappointed. You gotta give it a down. Hopefully it's doing it again soon. We then went proper nostalgia after this, because here was Sean Michaels, Triple H, Sean Walkman and the road dog Jesse James as D Generation X returned to Raw. They had returned to Raw about a month before this. The best part about all why do you keep calling me that? Just call me. What do you um, think? What do you think? I'm gonna give me some more. No, I'm not getting that. Come on. I'm gonna kill doing this. Oh, thanks. You call him Sean Walton. Call him the X Pac or other six. All of it, though, is that Kurt Angle was with them, and it's because Kurt Angle understands that he has no problem making a goof out of himself because he knows it now. The good old fashioned television entertainment. Because just as the road dog was doing his whole spiel, like, oh my gosh, here I am. That's not how it goes at all. When he went to introduce Billy Gunn, he saw Kurt. He was like, well, what the hell are you doing? Go ahead. Angle just admitted that he always wanted to be in D-Generation X, and he took his top off to reveal a DX shirt. And just as they were about to induct him, kinda, out came Imperium. Ooh, the laddie. Ludwig Kaiser got the microphone, and he was all like, I know, Triple H, like, uh, line up. <laughs> Look at you, you yeah. make a mockery of this sport. When Gunther took the thing and said, yeah, what he said, you do make a mockery of it, and unless you want to get out of the ring, maybe you want to stand up to me. So I thought this was so damn good, because each member of DX did go to stand up to Gunther before being like, yeah, I don't want none of this, because this guy's absolutely going to kick my ass. And they got in a huddle and said, look, we figured it out. Kurt, he will face you. And it well, yeah, actually before that, he went to the youngest person and said, who's the youngest? Here, who do you think it is? Mm. Yeah, that's fine. He's like, why are you looking at me? <laughs> yeah, he is the youngest one out there. I forgot he's like, no. <laughs> Hang around with these old guys, we got to be really actually younger than them. <laughs> See, I was like, no, no way. I ain't doing that. This was really good. They're just hoping that. Yeah, because that's when he said, you know. This shit ain't easy. <laughs> He's like, why everybody looking at me? Push back. This book is still made easy. Somebody would come out to accept the challenge when Seth Rollins is music in and everybody went crazy. But they're also like, yeah, you're, you're just one person. We probably need a couple more. So, of course, the Street Profits came out. I was having a whale of a time. Triple H then started looking around for some guidance because he was all like, man, this booking thing ain't easy. Mm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's like, this booking shit ain't easy. Why are you looking at me? I'm <laughs> Like, why y'all looking at me? This 
We would do it inside a baseball, which is when Teddy Long came out and he did his classic thing of going, it's going to be the six man that player player. And he used to love doing that. And yeah. he also used to love abusing the fuck out of the other thing. Do you remember that? Yeah, and I think my head, I'm a kid then. But they might have like, damn, he abused the shit off the other thing. Mm. He did. He under, like, God damn, how many asses I got a kick? Mm. <laughs> One of my turned heel ish. But none was a heel. He tried to. That shit failed miserably. I know I hated Undertaker. <laughs> so I turned heel in quotation. Well, he was American badass. That fucking shit failed miserably. I'm glad they turned him good down and, and like, oh, that's 86 that shit. Keep my face. Remember when we beat up that, uh, Jeff Hardy? Mm-hmm. That's when he's supposed to be a heel, by the way. Just in case people want to know. That's the time period he's supposed to be a heel. Man. You know? He failed miserably. Oh, I'm yeah. a situation. Somebody called the dead man. Dick also then decided <laughs> we should probably have a special guest referee for this when Kurt Angle revealed he'd been wearing three t-shirts and he whipped the other one off and he was the ref. And honestly, if you like sports entertainment, which I guess yes. you would have loved this. Mm-hmm. Jerry Lawler also joined commentary for this match and he too was like, oh, who are you, Kevin Patrick? And why do you have a silly accent? Now again, what? Oh, yeah. Speaking of Kevin, we said it with Kevin Patrick. He also said, you know... <laughs> Your breath, your memory, but your breath sure is. <laughs> Damn! By the way, he comes up with this shit on top of his head. <laughs> like, damn. He said, Your face is a memory, but your breath sure is. <laughs> hey! Hey, damn, bro! Mm-mm-mm. One just means that Jerry isn't watching for, but also two, it means he knows nothing about geography. You must have met someone from Ireland once. Oh, Definitely. Don't forget it was the Street Prophet and Seth Rollins taking on Imperium, so it did rock. <clears throat> all situated around Montez for getting that hot tag, just running wild and doing all these flips and crazy moves. He's a very good wrestler. We also had this moment when the Street Prophets were able to apply dual ankle locks onto Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci. So Kurt Angle's like, man, every Everybody loves me, especially because then Seth Rollins was doing the same. He was hitting angle slams and he was hitting pedigrees. It all basically led to Vinci getting hit with every single finisher you could imagine. You know what I'm saying? You know here. So the picture they got he has up here, it's perfectly angled of Seth Rollins stomping Giovanni Vinci into the ground. And I can't forget of that time where Bobby Lashley <clears throat> stopped the stomp with his damn neck. Nothing else. He was supposed to go on the ground. Everything says you get stomped. But he didn't. He just powered out from using his neck. I'll never forget that. Never will. That's the funniest shit I've ever seen. Like, how you allow this man to block it with his neck? That's it. He didn't turn around, block the foot, grab the foot, or something like that. No. He didn't get out the way. No. He just powered out of it with his neck. So the good guys got the one, two, three. And that's exactly what this was designed to do. So you could just smile and go, and I really like wrestling. Well, I hope you didn't sound like that, because nobody sounds like that. Boy, this is getting enough. We then went back to the poker game after this. And even though Baron Corbin had won after beating Ted DiBiase, IRS turned up and said, well, 
I'm gonna have to tax you on that. And he took all the cash and left it with just $100. Now look, I thought this was quite oh, no. nice, but then I had a meltdown. Do you know what this was the perfect setup for? Repo Man could have... Yes. He probably actually did think of this, by the way, because this is, is one of the easiest layups you normally thought. He's right. Snuck in, and he could have stolen Stole the cash. cash. And we didn't even think to me. I know. That would have been perfect. If it were cold. So we were so close. And now this whole thing killed me. Once again, it was the usual flooding. Bobby Lashley was then being interviewed by Kathy Kelly. And she was like, hit, hit. later on, you take it on Austin Theory for the US title. And you've got to made it no disqualification. Can you tell us why? And Bob was all like, because that way there can be no excuses. I was like, they definitely can. If Austin Theory gets a kendo stick and sticks it up your ass, I bet you use that as an excuse. He did have a good point, though, because obviously last time when he lost the US Championship, it was because of Brock Lesnar. So this time, we don't have to worry about such shenanigans and he can just whoop Austin Theory's ass. MVP then butted in and was all like, oh man, me and Omos, we can help you. We hope you do win. Whereas Bob was like, nah, I don't want to get involved in that because he can handle his own business. So we are building friends. We yes, are building. we are. And then Ric Flair was here. And think about this. This is the reason why I'm like, I think he said that there's a rumor about Stone Cold taking on Bobby Lash. Not, uh, Taking on Brock Lesnar, I do know why they would do this because of the fact that Stone Cold did literally laugh off Brock Lesnar when he was like 25 years old and did like um, that time period where he did like with uh, Naomi and Sasha Banks did and laugh the damn arena on camera, by the way. Well, he wasn't on camera, but it was it was recording, they were recording, it was live. No one talks about that with Stone Cold because he's Stone Cold. Just let you guys know. So, like, that's fucked up. He, sh he shouldn't be a getaway. He's Stone Cold. He's Stone Cold. Definitely at that time period, he was Stone Cold. So he laughed them off. So I do understand why they would probably give them a proper match for they should be doing. Because goddamn, that match should have happened. Stone Cold was just being Stone Cold. But I'm hoping that's not the case. I'm hoping that this Bobby Lashley feud continues on to WrestleMania because the thing about this possibility, you have to hurt business. Consistent of Shelton Benjamin, you know, Cedric Alexander, MVP, Bobby Lashley, and Omos. Surprise, surprise, surprise with that one. Omos. Now, what you think of why I say it should happen on uh, WrestleMania? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because That's you had that WrestleMania moment of Bobby Lash, of, of not Bobby Lash, but Brock Lesnar lifting up Omos and giving him an F5. Yeah. Everyone be shocked. Oh my gosh, he's gonna lift up this 400 some odd pound man. No way, he can't do it. He can't do it. And then F fives the hell out of Omos. Mm hmm. I can't believe it. Rock Lighter just F5 Omos. 
Of course he was. He was probably happier than he's ever been in the last 10 years. He just put over Charlotte Flair. This she's the queen of the world. And she's the greatest yeah, wrestler ever. We should all bow down to Charlotte. And look, I do understand this. It well, this was after that, though. She is her dad. No. Of course going to love her. Stands to reason. She's definitely a good she's guy, been though. She's from being even shown. First of all, why the hell is fucking Charlotte here? I know it was her dad, but why the fuck Bianca Belair show up? Yeah, had nothing to do with this. She could have easily just had, you know, Charlotte and, you know, just surprise, surprise, because, you know, kind of later on they say it. But to have Sonya and Charlotte just mop off each other, calling a night, five minutes of talking, calling a night, bam. They had that eight-minute match. Afterwards... I mean, you disrespected ba- Bailey and Damage Control. Becky. And Becky. By having this match, it should have happened. By the way, it would have been the first, I think it would have been the first one of the cage match in 19 years on Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Stole that first from it. Now, they can easily get it back next week. Because I doubt that storyline be done. Damn. Come on. Well, it came out here. It was just like, oh, man, all these wonderful people have helped me make the person I am today. I love Monday Night Raw, which is when Bianca Belair came out. They just smiled at each other, and then Belair started to go, yeah, Raw. That's a pretty good show. And then it just got so strange because Sonya Deville interrupted. And even though she is definitely in a feud with Charlotte Flair and they're going to have a title match, she told Bianca that she's an absolute numpty. Those two had a match, and even though it was non-title, meaning you probably could have had Sonya get the win, mm-hmm. she lost in about eight minutes yeah. to the KOD. Yeah, this is another one that was typically like they said they did. And I do understand time constraints, you know. But keep, at some point, certain you times can't keep making Sonya lose. I mean, obviously she's well, she's not. She's gonna pick up the. Uh, Supposed victory means you're gonna look good on Friday, but yeah, still. Why would you think Sonya, even with kayfabe, why would you think Sonya stands a chance against Charlotte? Right, I'm telling you this looking at through kayfabe, this was messed up thing they did. They should have called an audible. If I was Bianca, I would have called an audible. Straight up, and it would help out Sonya because she would have had a pin on a champion, sending her into, you know, the Royal Rumble with some type of favoritism on her. Yes, I do know it doesn't work out because it makes uh, Bianca Belair look bad when you're going to be promoting the match between her and Bliss. And this is the go home show for Monday Night Raw. Here's what I said: this has been cut. Deville now does get the SmackDown Championship match. I'm going to be absolutely confused. And afterwards, after Bianca Belair said, oh, I'm going to beat Alexa the Bliss at the War Rumble, Alexa came on the big screen and she was talking through a mirror, which is a bit odd, and she said, I'm basically going to rip your face apart, but I'll leave your eyes so you can see me walk out of the premium live event with your championship. That's a really, really flubbed up thing to say. Now I can totally get the WWE likely just wants to get as good. many names on 
onto the thing as possible. Yeah. But this just felt so misguided, like we weren't looking to the future. Listen. And why couldn't we have cut this down so we could have actually had the Becky Lynch and Bailey Cage match? But also, I don't really like seeing Sonya Deville lose all the time because you have a talent here, and nobody seems to realise this. Very sadly, it does have to get it down. I don't think WWE did right by the women on this show. New Cody Rhodes video was next. Brilliant. I have no idea what's going to happen at WrestleMania anymore because now there's rumors that Brock Lesnar and Steve Austin may have a match. I mean, who the hell knows? But I really do hope, unless we're going to give it to Sami Zayn, that Cody Rhodes wins the Raw Rumble and he goes on to dethrone Roman Reigns. Because I tell you, the American Nightmare knows exactly what to say and do in these vignettes and it gets me excited, it gets me pumped, which is the whole point of watching this nonsense to begin with. And then The Miz was here and this was ridiculous because he was mad that on Raw 30 he wasn't having a Miz TV segment and he wasn't having a title shot even though he'd been given time to say something on the show which is basically him doing Miz TV and this is like most people that go my views have been cancelled when they're on television speaking about their views anyway Kevin Owens basically came out of nowhere and gave him a stunner before he started talking about his title match with Roman Reigns and honestly just KO know what he's doing because he's like Roman Reigns has stolen these titles I'm going to do everything I can to get them back. I'm going to be a champion you can respect. And if I can't, I'll die trying. I was like, come here, you don't need to die trying. Just like, give it a really good effort. And even if you don't win, we'd like you alive. He then gave the Miz another star so right. the crowd could go home happy. What? Even though they had the main event to come. Miz what? Like... You ain't gotta kill you. You ain't gotta die. Just do your job. And... If he does pull it right. off, I'm going to do a backflip and then break my neck. And then it was time for that Just main event. For. This was insane. There was Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley in a no DQ US title match. Yep, this what I'm waiting for. <laughs> because this is the time period where Brock Lesnar popped up. Yeah, Trey. Yeah, you know it. Put your hands. There you go. I suppose we should just talk about the finish. Because all everybody is talking about is the finish. After Bobby Lashley had hit a dominator, Theory whacked him in the ball because he wasn't having a good time. And because Bob had... He did it again here too. Yeah, I remember that. No, 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 so. Balls of steel. He just shook that off and he threw Austin through a table. So we had like a moment of peace as the fans watched on when from nowhere, Brock Lesnar's music played and out came the beast. He just started busting out F5s, including an F5 onto Austin Theory, who landed on top of Bobby Lashley, who had been F5. And because they were in this position, ref went one, ref went two, and the ref went three. And Austin Theory beat Bobby Lashley because Brock Lesnar had F5'd him onto Bobby Lashley's corpse. So I suppose this does mean at some point, maybe even at the Royal Rumble, we are going to get Bobby Lashley, but... Which I'm hoping now, I hope... Well... I'm hoping that this leads to WrestleMania because that would be so good. I'm hoping that Bobby gets the Hurt Business together. Omos is a part of it. This leads to eventually them, you know, ganging up on Brock Lesnar. You know, Brock Lesnar eventually fights through all that bullshit. And at WrestleMania, picks up Omos, big, seven foot tall, 400 some odd pounds, and F. Pass his ass. I mean, that would be cool. Yeah, I mean, you already, I mean, with 400 pounds, we already picked up the 500 pound big show. Mm. Just saying. Well, anyway, you know, 
that's pretty much where it ended. You know, Bobby Lashley got screwed out of the uh, title by Brock Lesnar, who showed up on Raw 30. Okay. At least we know he shouldn't be in the Royal Rumble, hopefully. Or at least Bobby Lashley screws him out of that. You know, which leads to WrestleMania and shit. Eventually. You know, someday down the road leads WrestleMania. Anyway, this can be where we end the podcast. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There you go. Look at her getting all tired. Like, hmm, I'm going to sleep, Trey. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and of course, share the podcast. Give us a five-star rating and definitely share, 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 share the podcast. Anyway, later, guys. Night.